Welcome to Alabama Short Stories, when you're a little behind on your Alabama history. I'm your host, Sean Wright. We love to tell stories in the South, and it's part of our heritage. It's what I'm doing right now, and I can't seem to help myself. In years past, our ancestors would tell folk tales, stories that would be passed down by word of mouth. This oral tradition is slowly giving way to books, television shows, movies, and even podcasts to tell these same stories. Now, some of the better-known folk tales are the stories of Paul Bunyan, known for his colossal size and incredible strength as a lumberjack. Br'er Rabbit is a cunning and mischievous rabbit renowned for his cleverness in outsmarting his adversaries. Johnny Appleseed, a real-life American folk hero named John Chapman who planted apple trees across the Midwest. And then the subject of our short story, John Henry, the Steel Driving Man. Now, you may know the name John Henry, and it probably stops there. Embarrassingly, I don't think I've passed this story along to my children. They probably didn't hear it in school either, and I doubt they will listen to this podcast. I bet they've never even heard one of my episodes. But back to John Henry. The legend of John Henry is the story of man versus machine. In this case, it's John Henry versus modern technology, the steam drill. The story goes that John Henry was born into slavery in the 1840s or 1850s, and he grew six feet tall and 200 pounds. He would have towered over people back in the day. He was emancipated from slavery after the Civil War, had a wife and a baby, and worked as a laborer on the railroad. He was employed as a steel driver, or another name for it would be a hammer man. He would work with a partner to move rock and build tunnels. The hammer man would hammer a long iron spike, while his partner, known as a shaker, would hold the tip on the rock and turn it with each strike. The end of the spike probably had a star pattern, making it more of a bit than a pointy spike. The shaker would shake and move the spike to remove the chippings away between blows from the hammer man. The team would create a shaft in the rock so dynamite could be inserted, blowing up the rock face. The debris would be removed and the hammerman and shaker would return to work. Hammering into rock was back-breaking work, but it was a job, and John Henry was good at what he did. It was indeed a step up from slavery. Tunnels have been dug by hand for centuries, but there was always a drive to do it better, faster, and cheaper. Come to think of it, workers have always been under threat of losing their job to advances in technology. Today, artificial intelligence, or AI, seems to have come out of nowhere and is threatening to put many people out of work. Take this podcast. I probably could have written it completely using ChatGPT. The story might have been slightly off and had some facts wrong, but it will be just a matter of time before no changes would need to be made. I could use a cool AI voice generator to replace what you hear now. How would you feel if the story was told in the style of James Earl Jones to give it a Darth Vader feel, or maybe Morgan Freeman? Many careers are under threat, not just writers. Artists, musicians, and computer programmers come to mind. I could see a world that managers and analysts would be rendered obsolete. Instead of fearing AI, we need to learn to fight back and figure out how to work with new technology before it renders us obsolete. John Henry probably thought that the steam drill, the new technology during his time, would take away his job. It was obvious that using a hammerman and a shaker was inefficient, and inventors lined up to create a drill to replace the team. Between 1850 and 1875, over 100 mechanical drills were patented in the rush to be first and best. Simon Ingersoll was one of those inventors who thought using a hammerman and shaker was inefficient. He figured with the technology of the time, 
He could invent a tool faster than the two-person team and save the company money by replacing all the teams with a tool. In 1871, he founded the Ingersoll Rock Drill Company and introduced one of the first hammer drills. You may be familiar with the name Ingersoll. The company he founded is the predecessor to the company Ingersoll Rand. These new steam drills were more efficient at removing rock by hand, but as with any new technology, they would break down often, and over time they got better and better. It's easy to see that John Henry's job was under threat. Now the legend tells the tale of John Henry working for a railroad. They came to a mountain and couldn't go over, so they had to go through it. The hammer and shaker teams got to work. An agent for a steam drill company showed up one day with promises that his machine was better, faster, and cheaper than manual labor. John Henry took pride in his work, but could see that his job was threatened. He didn't believe this machine was better, so he challenged the steam drill to a contest to see who could remove more rock. The drill started stronger, but John Henry caught up, and at the end of the competition, John Henry had driven 14 feet and the drill only 9. Exhausted, John Henry dropped to the ground holding his head. Versions of the ballad mentioned that he had chest pains, was blind, and had a roaring in his ear. He asked to be taken to his wife, Polly Ann, and collapsed in bed. His last words were, Bring me a cool drink of water before I die. Physician Stephen Harris feels that a ventricular rupture might be the cause of death. Blindness and roaring in the ears are symptoms, and chest pain would happen before the heart attack. She took his body back to the tunnel and buried him in the sand where the other workers were laid to rest. We call this story a legend, but it's thought that John Henry could have been real. An early story says he worked for the Chesapeake and Ohio Railway, also known as the C&O Railway. The tunnel he was working on was the Big Bend Tunnel near Talcott, West Virginia, named for the Big Bend and the nearby Greenbrier River. But this is an Alabama short story, so we will not let this story live in West Virginia. Or as football analyst Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friend. John Garst, professor of chemistry emeritus at the University of Georgia and folklorist, makes the case that the legend of John Henry happened right here in Alabama. He believes that John Henry was working on a Columbus and Western Railroad section between Goodwater and Birmingham, Alabama. Now to get to Birmingham, crews would have to bore through Oak and Coosa Mountain close to Dunavant, just south of Leeds. Here is just some of the evidence used to make the case for Alabama. Virginia's C&O Railway could be mistaken for the C&W Railway in Alabama. A legend around Dunavant said the contest between John Henry and the drill was on the east side of the Oak Mountain Tunnel. It is said that a steel was stuck in the rock at this location. Some think it was a memorial to John Henry. The legend says he was buried in the sand. Sandy Ridge Cemetery was the whites-only cemetery for workers. John Henry would have been buried in an area for blacks outside Sandy Ridge or in the sand. An excerpt from the journal of E.L. Voiles, who was a road superintendent for the Seaborne Airline Railroad during the early 20th century, said railroad employees always had strange feelings between Oak Signal and the Tunnel Portal, and he felt that John Henry's ghost haunted Oak Tunnel. Trains passing through the Oak Mountain Tunnel would blow their steam whistles to honor John Henry and maybe to appease his ghost. There's too much evidence to discuss here, proving that Alabama is indeed the location of the John Henry legend. If you'd like to know more, search for John Garst and John Henry, and you should be able to read more about Garst's compelling evidence. The Legend of John Henry the Steel Driving Man is a ballad sung in an upbeat tempo. Aaron Copeland, the Dean of American Composers, 
used the ballad as part of his composition, John Henry, A Railroad Ballad for Orchestra, written in 1940 and revised in 1952. But it is thought that this ballad may have started as a hammer song. A hammer song is a work song sung at a slower pace. It has few and repeating lyrics and a driving rhythm that would help laborers as they hammered. Think about workers building a railroad line, singing as they hammered in the spikes. John Henry told his old lady, Will you fix myself Music from many different styles and backgrounds have recorded the ballad, ranging from Doc Watson and Burl Ives to Woody Guthrie and Pete Seeger. Johnny Cash recorded his version, and the band They Might Be Giants named their fifth studio album after John Henry. John Henry is referenced in movies and TV shows, he's mentioned in books and video games, and even had his own postage stamp issued in 1996. John Henry died to save his job and his fellow steel driving men by proving that he could remove more rock than the steam drill. Ironically, if he had accepted this new tool and learned to work with it, it would have made his job easier. Few people lost their jobs to the steam drill because someone had to run them, and the steel driving men did. Was John Henry a real man or a made-up story? Did he battle the steam drill in West Virginia, or was it in Alabama? Think you know where we stand on this issue. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Alabama Short Stories Podcast. You can continue to support the show by rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you haven't subscribed, do it so you don't miss an episode. You can also support the show by purchasing the companion book, Alabama Short Stories Volume 1, featuring the first three seasons of the podcast. You can purchase it at Amazon.com, Bookshop.org, and other online bookstores. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time on Alabama Short Stories.